Hey everyone, welcome into a new episode of Triple Babble Podcast, where we discuss all things in the NFL. We talk uh, sports betting, we talk rumors, trades, we talk just a little bit of everything. And of course, we talk about our favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm joined here by my co-host as always. I've got El Jefe and I've got um, TP, who is also going by WBCTP. Um, that is his name for today. Um, but I'm your host, Trev, and um, yeah, we want to get right into it, man. So Hefe, I know you normally start us off with the first topic on our agenda. It's been a while since we've recorded, man. Uh, we've had the Super Bowl. We've had a few other, you know, off-season things happen. But um, yeah, the last time we sat here and all talked on this show, it was for the Super Bowl. I mean, we had the Chiefs versus the Eagles, big matchup. I think both of you guys were on the Eagles, and I was the lone wolf on the Chiefs. I was like, man, they it's not going to happen, man. <laughs> the Chiefs are going to pull out. They're going to win. Mahomes is, you know, going to do his thing. And um, <laughs> it looks like that happened, man. So, Hefe, let's get us into that uh, uh, first topic, man, that we got for this show today. Yes, sir. El Hefe's in the building. Put it on my best Patrick Mahomes feel look with the 182 yards, three tugs. My guy got it done. How y'all feeling? How's it going, TP? How you feel about that Super Bowl victory, man? Forget those Eagles. Well, no, I mean, I wanted to be very clear first and foremost that I'm always going to be a Cowboys fan for sure. Uh, the WBC, Trev, by the way, is a World Boxing Council. Uh, shout out to the to Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. They they may not. Hey, no spoilers for three three, bro. No spoilers, I man. I, I never said it. I just said. I the just wanted to say. It. I just wanted to say it. I just wanted to say it first. You know, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case, man. You know, we never know. No, I wasn't. Never know. I wasn't gonna. No, I wasn't gonna get too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, shout out to those guys, uh, Diamond Dame Anderson and Adonis Creed, really put on the show. But I mean, you know, as 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 a Cowboys fan, it, it's always good. You know, no offense to those Eagles fans that I know who keep uh, near and dear to me. Uh, you know, it's always good to see the Eagles lose. You know, they were riding a high, but this this is what happens when you walk walk into the into the stadium and you're dealing with Patty Mahomes and slick grass. You know, the grass is wet. <laughs> Hassan Reddick couldn't really get his his footing right. Zero sacks after the after you know being the Eagles front runner for sacks, all that talking and all that good stuff. Um, the coach. Nick Sirianni, you know, tears, <laughs> tears. We love to see it. 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 Star Spangled Banner, you know what I mean? So, no, right. I mean, tears in the Star Spangled Banner. It's like, oh, okay, we see you, big dog. Maybe he started, I mean, I, we're, I guess we're off this, the script conspiracy, but, you know, maybe he read the script beforehand. He's like, damn. <laughs> they I told him right before the shit. game, right? They told yeah, him right before like, the game. <laughs> he's like, damn, I was doing all that shit talk just to lose on the biggest stage. Oh, That's my crazy. God. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean the Chiefs, the Chiefs played excellently. It was, it was yeah. um I honestly, you know, AJ Brown, kudos to that guy. I know him and Juju Smith Schuster have had a little bit of uh, run-ins on the internet on the digital, the, the, the digital streets. Yeah, they were on the I mean, bird app talking, talking, sure. talking big talk. I mean, <laughs> like for I was sure. back in the, I was really back in AJ Brown and he was talking that big talk about um Juju and how he was almost out the NFL and, you know, if it won't for Mahomes, like every, everything he said, he was trashing this man, but he still was able to like, yo, Mahomes is like, you know, like I'm gonna discredit everything you're, you're doing, here. but Mahomes sure. is that guy. Like he, he basically said it, like he said all that trash, and he still said, like, you know, the Chiefs, Mahomes, like, that's that guy. Like, which was so funny even, because, like, he was all about talking trash. <laughs> and so, like, I can't even hate on A.J. Brown. Like, uh, there was a poll 
um, postseason. He's definitely he's top ten receiver in the league right now, current receivers. And I mean, I, I agree with that. He was top ten last top, year too. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a great 10. receiver. Like yeah, nah, he's he's one of the greatest receivers out here right now, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's yeah. he's easily a top six receiver. I mean, and I don't think he's number six. I would either. say I would say top five. Uh, he's top five. I would, I would argue, yeah, I would he's argue top, top five. five. I mean, who would real real quick? Let's who who are the top five right now? I mean, I'd say Hill. You've got um, Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, AJ Jefferson, Brown, Justin for sure. Uh, Diggs, Diggs should be up there. Diggs, yeah, Stephon Diggs, 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 yeah, Diggs, yeah, Diggs for sure. Um, like you said, yeah, for sure, you got to count Diggs. Um, all right, we're missing Cooper. One. Cooper Cup was doing his thing. I mean, obviously he got injured. Maybe he's injured, yeah. So we got Jamar Chase. I, I throw Chase in there too. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I like yeah. I like I like some of the older guys who when I say older, like 30, 31. I mean like Keenan Allen, I still think he's a you know, he's just a technician, you know, he's just a beast with it. Elite route running. running. Yeah. I always um, I always fall victim to him in the draft. I draft him high, gets yeah. injured early in the season, then I'm screwed. Yeah. yeah. Um Amari, I don't care what no one has to say. Like Amari did his thing in Cleveland still. Um CD, hey, he stepped up this Lamb, year too. Lamb did his thing this year. Yeah, CD, yeah, Lamb, Lamb did his Lamb did his thing. Lamb did do his thing, man. But uh, yeah, let's let's get back to but, the Super Bowl. I mean, that was that was an amazing game. I thought so. One of my favorite games to watch. Um, two black quarterbacks. That was something we talked about before. So I mean, Hurts didn't play bad at all. I mean, he played amazing. Um, so overall, I mean, even the halftime stuff. Uh, yeah, Mahomes mean, got hurt right before the half and still came out and 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 if out. you watched it, you would have thought they, you would have thought the Eagles had this one in the bag after that you first half. They put up seventeen in the second quarter. Yeah, and I was like, dang man, this yeah. thing might be over. Hurts had, what do you have, three rushing touchdowns? I think that's a yeah, Super Bowl record. That was, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. definitely, he definitely put on Jalen Hurts, man. Shout out you, man. Yeah, let me, let me say, but, let me say this before we, before you uh, transition into the, you know, the next thing or whatever you're going to say, you know, off the, off the, uh, you know, off the podcast, I was quietly saying Jalen Hurts is due for a mistake. Now in the grand scheme of the game, you know what I mean? It, it it didn't seem like it could have affected like the beginning parts because Philadelphia Eagles were firing on all cylinders. Yeah. However, that that um unprovoked fumble turn touchdown, the mistake yeah, that, that Jalen Hurts, that the mistake that I've been calling for all season long. I was you know telling some Eagles fans like, look, we I've seen Jalen Hurts and you know since his inception of his career, man, with the with the Eagles, he's due for a mistake this season. He hasn't given he hasn't given anybody that mistake and. Lo and behold, man, unforced error, fumble turns, touchdown, 38-35, wicked. But, yeah, yeah let's go was. ahead and let's go ahead and get into another quarterback, though, man. This is the season finale of the Triple Babble Show. Yeah, let's we're talk about it. Yeah. This, this is the season finale, man. Yeah, talk about it, Hefe. Yeah, yeah. we're going we're gonna to run down a huge slate, end the season off right for everybody. Got the gang with me in here. And let's get let's go ahead and get started. We got the the Super Bowl. We already told y'all about that. Up next, we got Derek Carr. Man, he signed a four year deal, one hundred fifty million to the Saints. He's plugged in with Alvin Kamara. He got Michael Thomas out there. How y'all feel about this one? Y'all is think Michael Thomas is gonna play for the Saints? <laughs> That's a great question. No, he he might play. He might play. But it's been like two years since he was really out there. He might. Yeah, play but this year. Uh, Derek Carr might give him a reason to play, man. That's true. But yeah, I guess so. Um, what do I think about this? I think Derek Carr, I've always thought Derek Carr was a good quarterback. I remember the year he was being talked about in the MVP discussion. And that same year, it was right before the playoffs. I believe he broke his foot or something like that. And he just, you know, obviously wasn't the same guy. Um, 
but yeah, I liked him. I liked him early. Um, he just not, he's not super flashy. He's not running out of the pocket, making big plays, but he's consistent. I mean, like he wears the same number as Prescott and he plays a similar game to Prescott, in my opinion. I mean, like he's not super flashy guy. He's got to have a pretty decent run game. I mean, he, he does his thing. So um, I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Um, not great necessarily, but I think he's good. I think he'll work in this same system where Andy Dalton looked like a superstar some weeks. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, if Andy Dalton can do it, I think Derek Carr can do it better. Um, he's never been a big fantasy quarterback, so that's why he's never really popped off as, you know, the flashy guy. But got Alvin Kamara, who hopefully he's back. I know he's had some legal issues, so I hope he doesn't. I think he's going to jail. Yeah, he might go to jail. Hey, going he, to jail he's probably now. he's probably getting suspended. <laughs> he's go. probably getting suspended if he doesn't. Uh, just for the NFL's personal conduct, he's probably <laughs> getting suspended. Um, we never know what's gonna happen, but this yeah, I like to see what that one. team does. They had a really good receiver who was a rookie last year. Come on, uh, Chris Olave. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. He was solid. Yes. Um, I mean, he was solid from the jump. I mean, so um, not too many rookies are able to do that. I'll be excited to see his growth. See who he's paired alongside. Um you know, who's going to be the wide receiver too, because I think Michael Thomas, even if he's uh, healthy again, I think, you know, it may not be the first game, second game, but eventually he'll be the wide receiver too in that offense. I think the injuries have just kind of caught up with him. He's probably not, you know, himself. And you've got a young guy who just came out and I think he had a thousand yards um, as a rookie. So, but that's what I think. I think it's a good pickup for the Saints. He's in a division where um, there are no good quarterbacks. Um, You got Brady that retired, uh, who knows who the Panthers will get? They'll probably get Bryce Young, but is he going to make that instant impact right away? Who knows? And then um, who else do you have in that division? So missing one team. We got the Saints. The Saint- Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah. yeah, we'll be interested to see what they do. Um, I don't know if they're going to stick with Ritter. I don't know if they'll yeah. stick with him or not. Um, maybe he's making some improvement to make that second-year jump. I don't know, but – We'll see. I mean, he's in a good division if he wants to shine. Like he's he's definitely yeah, he's the best quarterback already. Right now. He's, in, he's, yeah, the, best he's the best quarterback already. Best quarterback in that division, one hundred. Right now. Mm-hmm. TP. No, for sure. Um, no, no. I mean, Trev, you pretty much covered all those points. I was actually having a discussion offline before we uh, got on board with my guy Dean Newberry. Hopefully, to be a, a future guest of the show in season two when we come back after the season finale, but you know, there's, there's a lot of rumblings about whether Derek Carr was the right pick for this team. Um, very underrated quarterback, as Trev said, you know, he, he, he puts up numbers. He gets the job done. It was, I mean, it was an off year last year. Granted he had Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. Um, what's the kid's name? The slot receiver out there. Renfro. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. You know what I mean? So he had a solid team. It was a down year, but for what it's worth, Derek Carr does produce pro bowl quarterback, you can't really get away from somebody like that. And, you know, to go into this Saints offense where they do have weapons, they have Chris Olave. Hopefully Michael Thomas does return. Um, <clears throat> isn't Jarvis Landry there? I know he was. Oh, yeah, Landry is there. Yeah, Landry he was, is He there. was hurt a lot last year. He was hurt year, for yeah. the majority of the year, exactly. Yeah, no, there was a lot of uh, group chat conversations about whether Jarvis Landry was a, a a number one receiver in the league. Personally, I don't think so, but that's not the He was never right number now. one. Even in Miami, he was like a he no. was a really good slot guy who caught yeah. a lot of balls, but he was never like you know, he was good for fantasy. If you play fantasy football, PPR like one sure. P- sure. he was great for that. But I mean like I never I thought he was a one. one. Yeah. yeah. But it's like but, you know Derek Carr comes in sorry I didn't mean to cut you off if I, but it's like you know Derek Carr comes in and kind of alleviates you having this three quarterback system, like obviously you can still throw Taysom Hill in, you know, get the scrambling situation going on. Definitely you know, you can throw some like, Taysom, exactly yes. trick plays, but you know, you don't necessarily need um, 
Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston. Unfortunately, you know, you, you, you do, you do, you do well when you're given, when you're presented an opportunity, you know, you score a lot, but you also turn the ball over a lot as well. And to your point with Derek Carr and Dak Prescott um, comparisons, I also had their rookie. There was um, what magazine, what, what uh, company was it? It was either sports illustrator. I think it was ESPN. I'm sorry. There's a cover of Derek Carr and Dak Prescott, like half, half their faces side by side juxtaposed one another. So, you know, that, that combination is kind of, I mean, that I'm sorry, that comparison has always been there since their rookie year, but the Saints, I mean, that's, that's a big pick. That's a big pickup for them. Good luck to them. You know, the, the division, what it looks like, you know, could be theirs for the taking at this point. For sure. And one thing about Jameis real quick, I read that the Saints um, are potentially going to cut Jameis unless he uh, agrees to a restructured deal or, you know, a pay cut, essentially. And right. um, I think he has until the beginning of the league year. So in a few uh, few days or whatever. So it'll be interesting to see what he does, because obviously they want him to be the backup. Um, but we'll see what happens. So just wanted to add that piece about about Jameis recently happened. Well, let's get into something that made uh, Cowboys fans happy, man. Daniel Jones read up four years, 160 mil with no receivers in New York. I'm feeling great about that. How y'all feeling? Daniel Jones, for what it's worth, is not a bad quarterback. For with without having any weapons, they were able to get to the playoffs. They beat the Minnesota Vikings. You know, Daniel Jones isn't a slouch, so it could present a problem in the event that the Giants can find some receivers or find some talent maybe in the draft or however it works out for them they still have Saquon Barkley um did the Giants the Giants franchise tag Saquon correct yes if I'm saying yeah so you know they they still have some I'm, I'm assuming they're still gonna have a little bit of wiggle room to play around with but the Giants they made the right decision with Daniel Jones it might be a little it might be a little over the top but it's not it's not going to destroy the quarterback market you know we still have we still have to pay Lamar Jackson which I'm sure we're going to get to a little bit later on but Daniel Jones with with a couple weapons could present a problem. I don't necessarily know if I would want him in New York. I mean, without any weapons, of course, we keep him in New York for sure because the Cowboys have his number, have the Giants' number. But you know, it's it's not necessarily a bad decision for the Giants. That's just how the quarterback market is. Yeah, I mean, Trev, you got anything to add on that? Yeah, I think the Giants did the right thing by signing him to an extension. I almost thought it wasn't going to get done. I almost thought they were going to have to franchise him. Um, but yeah, Daniel Jones did something very impressive. I mean, he completely turned it around. I was pretty much out on him. I felt like I had seen enough, um, but he really started to bring it on um, the second half of the year. I mean, they, the team was winning games. I mean, the term vanilla Vic was formed. I mean, this guy was really just starting. I mean, there were games where he would regularly have 60, 70, 80 yards rushing and maybe a rushing touchdown, which is huge if you played fantasy football. Um, so, yeah, Daniel Jones, um, you know, for for lack of better words, I mean, he impressed me. Um, he definitely did. He didn't get hurt. He was always available. He took some big hits. Uh, he was willing to kind of, you know, put it on the line for his team. Um, uh, their coach, Dayball, um, new coach there, was able to get coach of the year. It looks like he coached the turnovers out of Daniel Jones somehow. I mean, this guy was giving up the football left and right. Uh, so I was pretty impressed by him, honestly. So I think they did right. Um, he's getting similar money to Dak Prescott now. Um, no one's really talking about that, but I think Dak Prescott has a very similar, uh, you know, deal, um, going for him, but yeah, I mean, what were they going to do? Not sign him, um, look to the draft for a quarterback. I mean, they want to play off games, so they're drafting, you know, past what 25 or 26. So it's one of those things like, what else were they going to do? Um, realistically. So 
he's a competent quarterback for sure. He's mobile. You got to have that. He's, he's a fast quarterback. Um, and he did a lot of this without having true, um, um, a true wide receiver one. If he gets one of those, man, I mean, he might really take that leap, um, especially with his current skill set. Um, Saquon will be back at least for another year. So he has him to lean on. Um, they seem to get along pretty good. Um, so they did the right thing. I mean, he's a pretty low key guy. He doesn't make a lot of noise. I think it's the type of quarterback that the Giants want. So I think it just, everything just kind of works out for them, honestly. But no, they definitely about, yeah. did a great job re-signing Daniel Jones. I mean, they he had a tremendous year. Um, yeah. But like TP said, we got his number as Cowboys fans. I'm happy to see it. Yeah, we still we still going to beat them twice a year, but now it's just going to sure. be a little bit more exciting. You know, it might be a little bit more closer, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah, I mean, Bryce um, is a side. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he took a step. He took a step forward this year and Saquon Barkley looked like the Saquon of old that Giants fans expected to see. So, yep. yeah, we, we saw this year the NFC East has been very competitive. The NFC, we, we were the representatives in the Super Bowl with Philadelphia Eagles. So. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a very competitive year. I feel like next season and the NFC Absolutely. is gonna be a, a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. I think I think our division just because of the way it's structured, like we might be, you know, just not as good as we were last year overall. You know, just the way it's oh, for sure, for sure structured. You know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Let's go ahead and get into another quarterback that signed another deal. Geno Smith, man, shout out to him. He signed a three year deal, hundred and five mil. So happy for that man. Me too. I honestly am. Uh, sure. congratulations to him. He's got, he's got some weapons out there. So I'm happy to see what he can do out there in Seattle for these next couple of years. I think they still may draft a quarterback. They, he even yeah, said, yeah, yeah, he even said, you know, that he's willing to teach the young guy. So, and I, I think that's the right thing to do. I think that's how quarterbacks should be raised, uh, in the NFL. I don't think they should come right in and just play. I think they need somebody to guide them in the beginning and then come in and play. I think that's the right thing to do. And I think Geno Smith, honestly, is the right guy to do it with. Uh, he might not be the best quarterback available in the NFL, but I think he's a great leader, honestly. Uh, how, how do y'all feel? Man, I agree with everything you just said. Um, Well-deserved. Um, I always reference back to that game. I forget who they played, but um, he was like, uh, they like, they didn't write back or some shit like that. Like, I forgot, like, what the reporter asked. Yeah, him, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was a moment. Exactly. Like, clip that up. That was, uh, that was definitely a moment. But, hey, yeah, I like – I love I love Gino this back. season. Um, I was reading somewhere that the money that he's going to get in year one from this deal, I think um, it's, like, $53 million or something like that. I mean, um, the way I see it, I mean, that's just a reward for the amazing season that he had. And it was something, like, this deal that he has is uh, worth more than what he got paid – with um, all 10 previous seasons combined in the NFL. So um, shout out to that man. He never gave up. You know, he just, you know, even though they regulated him to the backup role or whatever, I mean, he just, he just stood, stood up and he just did it. So sometimes you just got to be put in the right situation. So really happy for him. Um, you know, uh, it seems like uh, Carol really likes him, um, that type of stuff. So, I mean, he's a pro bowler. So, I mean, everything he got, um, really good for him. So all I can say is I'm happy to see it. And I hope he has another successful year, even if he's not the long-term answer at quarterback uh, for Seattle. Yeah, he is, you know, you guys pretty much covered all that needs to be said about Geno Smith. He is well-deserved of this contract. I wish him the best of luck. Uh, there really isn't much more to say that I wish him the best and the success that he deserves given his, his long tenured career and also having the maturity of saying that he would, you know, Ray 
not necessarily raise, but teach the rookie that would potentially come in and Seattle as quarterback, you know, being uh, uh, a mentor. A lot of quarterbacks, I'm, I was about to sneeze. A lot of quarterbacks refuse to do that. We know Tony Romo, we found out Tony Romo didn't do that. Aaron Rodgers, I believe, had the issue with Jordan. Romo, Romo. you said Romo did not do that? That's what they were saying. Romo wasn't necessarily, really? yeah, as open. I heard, I heard uh, he was like uh, coaching up Dak and, and stuff like that, kind of telling them, you know, what to do, what to expect. I That's that's surprising. I didn't know that. That's, yeah, that's some, yeah they, were, they were saying that Romo wasn't the most mentoring or, the you know, the best big brother to Dak Prescott. So see Geno Smith want to come out, you know, come out and say that. That's, that's big. So congratulations, Geno. Well-deserved. That's very interesting. Excellent season. Excellent season, yes. All right, well, let's get into a couple other quarterbacks, man. What's next for Lamar? What's next for Rodgers? What's next for Jimmy G, Baker, Wentz, Zach Wilson, and Marcus Mariota? Personally, Lamar, I think he'll probably stay right where he is in Baltimore. Rodgers sounds like he's going straight over to the Jets, and that's going to be crazy. Um, I know a couple people in in um, on the Packers organization still want him, but I don't know. Jimmy G, I think he'll be traded real soon. I saw a report that Tampa wants Baker. Wentz is probably going to end up a backup. Zach Wilson, same thing. And same thing for Marcus Mariota. How do you guys feel about the, the these rush of quarterbacks here? Let me start with let me start with Wentz. I don't think Wentz will be a backup. I think some team out there somewhere is going to want Wentz to start for them. And I say that because despite his gameplay, erratic as it may be, uh, Carson Wentz has all the attributes of what you want in a starting quarterback physically you know um he's like six four um he's still a little bit mobile um I think he has a pretty good arm he can throw it still however inaccurate his passes may be sometimes um I don't think he's the great leader he doesn't have all he doesn't have a lot of great intangibles from you know what I've heard he's not like the most uh proficient leader type of thing but um I think he'll start somewhere for sure next season even if he arrive somewhere where he's clearly in the backup role just due to the nature of injuries and you know bad play throughout the course of the season I think he sees some playing time as a starter um you know or at least uh you know he'll he'll enter a game at some point so I think going forward he will definitely um at least for next year I think he'll he'll play somewhere as a starter where he will go I don't know I think it depends on how the draft um kind of shakes out to be honest with you guys but um yeah that's what I think about Carson Wentz uh the other guys uh Lamar I hope he stays in Baltimore. I really hope he does. Um, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope he stays there. Um, but, I mean, what is the likelihood? I mean, the way the Baltimore Ravens are playing it, it's kind of just like we are going to make someone else make the decision for us. You know, with the, the tag that he has, it's some team has to give him a deal and they have to want to match it. Um, I think they're just waiting for the rest of the NFL to dictate the quarterback market and be like, hey, Lamar, we put you out there and um, this is what the NFL thinks the quarterback market is. You know what I mean? And um, unfortunately that's just what it is. The market is what the market is. And other teams kind of set that based off of need and other factors. So I think Lamar, um, there's a good chance he ends up back with uh, Baltimore, but I was reading something where it was like a good suggestion, get him to the Colts. The Colts could trade back in the draft, essentially have two first round picks, um, trade that over to Baltimore. And then they pay Lamar what, whatever he wants, 200 million guaranteed. I thought that was a cool scenario to look at. Um, but yeah, I think he stays with Baltimore. It sucks that they're going through this. Do I think he should have an agent? I mean, probably, <laughs> but um, I think the Deshaun Watson thing just kind of really blew things out of proportion, um, honestly, uh, what they did. But 
yeah, that's what I think about that. I hope he stays. Um, Zach Wilson, I don't think he'll be. I don't know. I think Zach Wilson could potentially be a backup for the New York Jets. Like, how long does Aaron Rodgers want to play? You know, like realistically, I don't think he's going to play as long as Brady. I think Zach Wilson, they threw him into the fire way too soon. Um, in my opinion, I think people were so impressed with all his metrics before the draft, and they're just like, he'll be good, he'll be good. And like, he's just not a good fit in New York. Um, if he's not a backup in New York, they will definitely look to trade him, get some capital well, I, back. Well, um, well, don't forget about um, what's his name, Mike White. Mike White. Bro, Mike White's not backup. serious, bro. Yeah, but he might be the backup. But he might like, be I think, the, yeah. he might be the backup over Zach Wilson, though. He might be. The guys gonna like him a little bit more. Um, he's willing to take more risks, air it out. Um, so I could see that too. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I think about those guys, man. I mean, Jimmy G, I'm sure a contender will pick him up. Um, Baker, uh, who knows? You said Tampa Bay. I didn't even realize that one. Mariota, he'll be a backup somewhere. I could see that. I wouldn't be surprised if this man retired either, to be honest um not he's not even that old but Rodgers um who knows with that guy who knows with him is Jordan Love ready we haven't heard anything about Jordan Love or the Packers being linked to any quarterback in the draft so who knows what happens with that uh situation um that's my opinion on all that on all those quarterbacks <laughs> well I so you said you started with once I'm gonna start with Lamar there was there was an article that was uh, released or, you know, some sort of study or I don't know, it wasn't a study, but basically they were saying that the Ravens are, you know, run of the mill as far as their operations and their upkeep of, you know, just taking care of players. They're like, you know, voted like the, the, the franchises that take care of the players the most and just like their their um stadiums exactly like their their equipment things like that the Ravens were ranked dead in the middle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They haven't really taken care of Lamar. He's, you know, the 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 idea is that he's injury prone, but what if the Ravens aren't necessarily taking care of him, correct? Okay. So it's it's not necessarily a bad thing for him to want guaranteed money. I think that he's owed that. He's a former MVP. And he isn't necessarily the full issue when it comes to them taking the next step in the playoffs. You know, speaking of Dean offline, you know, we were saying that a proper fit, oddly enough, could be Lamar over there with the um, Shanahan with, with, I'm sorry, with Kyle Shanahan over in San Francisco, you know, they still kind of need a quarterback situation. We don't know what's going on with Brock Purdy. Jimmy G may go back, but I mean, if you look at how the Shanahan system ran over in Washington, Robert Griffin, the third, you look at Lamar Jackson, he's obviously a better version of Robert Griffin, the third. So, I mean, that could be a good fit for him in the event that he doesn't go back to Baltimore, you know, kind of, being linked to Washington as well. There's like little rumblings there. I don't think that's going to pan out because Washington is just watching the same thing with the Cowboys. They don't really make a lot of big splashes when players are out there, like big name players are out there, but we'll see what happens. Aaron Rodgers, he's done in Green Bay, to your point, Trev, with Jordan Love. Hopefully he mentored him enough. Jordan Love, the one who gave me played against Philadelphia when Aaron Rodgers went down, he came in there led a charge, kind of threatened the Eagles a little bit. So Jordan Love looks like he can play the game. Whether he can, you know, lead this team for a full season is yet to be known. So we'll see what goes on with there. Zach Wilson, obviously, if Aaron Rodgers goes there, Zach Wilson's going to get pushed to the bench if he doesn't go somewhere else. He may be a starter, one of these lowly teams that may need a quarterback just for the, you know, just to fulfill this right now period, like the transition period, because Zach Wilson, for what is worth, has started in the NFL. It is, a, it is very difficult for rookies, as we've stated throughout this entire podcast or this episode, you know, it's difficult for quarterbacks to just come in from the college level and just completely transition. Obviously you have some special cases, but you know, we, we always, you always want that, that quarterback to mentor the, the up and coming quarterback. 
Wentz, in my opinion, it might be done. He, he might be done. He, he could sit on the bench somewhere. Maybe he, maybe another team will take a chance on Carson Wentz, but as we've seen, he's not the guy at all. He's no. nowhere near what he used to be, that that um, Philadelphia evil that, you know, kind of before Nick Foles came in and won the Super Bowl for them. You know, he, got, he, he was putting up MVP numbers, and then Marcus Mariota, I, I don't know. Good luck to you, buddy. <laughs> I don't really have much to say about you, man. Your <laughs> Ritter came in, and that's, that's pretty much all she wrote for you, Mariota. So good luck to some of those guys, but – I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Lamar Jackson. I think I I, I kind of have my eye more so on the Lamar Jackson situation. I mean, I've always said I've been vocal on my disdain with the Baltimore Ravens, but Lamar Jackson, for what it's worth, is a skilled quarterback. Uh, I have said he has he does have a little bit of issues with you know his his accuracy, at least in my opinion. But you know, who's to say if he gets better targets that I, those accuracy numbers don't go up? You know, yeah. Lamar needs what every other young quarterback has gotten um, a wide receiver one. Just try it out, see what happens. Exactly. You know? Like exactly. get him, get him he that does guy. Need a receiver. They don't yeah. have any receivers, and they haven't given him a good enough receiver. I yeah. mean, Mark Andrews gets the job done, but we we need a receiver on like outside the numbers that yeah. really you need can, a guy yeah. that can give like him a deep ball threat. Yeah, really separate. Yeah, it's great to have a good tight end that can do that, but you need a guy that's like you know just maybe a little bit faster or just a tech a technician. Like if he had Stephon Diggs, oh my goodness, man! I think he had, if he had DJ Moore, I thought that was a good target for him. But you know, obviously the Bears got so they just did it for Justin Fields. He just got a wide receiver one. Fields did so. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see what happens with all these quarterbacks. Um, speaking of the quarterbacks, so let's let's see how uh, how do you guys think Russ and uh, Sean Payton's going to work out? Um, I think Payton came in there and immediately said Russ couldn't couldn't um, what was it? He couldn't he couldn't have his spectator or something. Somebody help him, something like that. Uh, did y'all see that? I did not see that, but you said wait. Repeat that. Say that again. It was like Russell Wilson had like a personal coach or something that he can't have anymore. Yeah, yeah something so, like that. Yeah. yeah. So the but, thing is with Sean Payton, he's a he's a bit of a control freak. We've mm-hmm. we've known that since his tenure over in New Orleans. It may work out because Russell Russell Wilson comes from Pete Carroll, and they say Sean Payton is the what? He's like a it's like a it's like a joke with Sean Payton. He's a something about New Orleans food, but he's like that version of. Um, Pete Carroll. The only thing I, the only thing I, I kind of have a, a a worry for is Sean Payton has been out of the league for a little bit, and the game has sped up so quickly. And this is like a, you know, they kind of say about like boxing or you know, just other sports in general. It's an old, it's it's a young man's game. This is a young man's game. Some of the best coaches are obviously younger, with the exception of Andy Reid, who just won his second Super Bowl. But you got the the Sean McVay's, the Kyle Shanahan's, the Nick Sirianni's. You know, these young guys are really taking the league by storm. So we don't know how Sean Payton's system is going to be implemented here with Russell Wilson, who did not have a good year at all last season. So, I mean, if I'm Russ, I'd kind of just ride off at the sunset with Sierra and his family, you know. Go go be the corny guy that everybody says, man, be happy. Put put a smile on dancing Sierra's background video, be in the background of her videos, man. Do whatever. I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't it may work. I'm not I'm not betting putting my chips on it if I gamble. I'm not going to FanDuel and, and, and betting on the Denver Broncos anytime soon. I'll say that. Oof. Well, you heard it there first, Trev, man. How you feel about all this? Um I mean, it's probably a good hire. I think they definitely 
turn it around a little bit more. They'll probably be better than what they were last year for sure. I think that uh, the defense was always good. I always thought that the defense was good. I always thought they had a really good running game. They had a couple of good wide receivers. So, I mean, on paper, I really thought the Denver Broncos would be the team next year, um, even in a division with uh, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. But I definitely yeah. think we'll see a, a change this year. Um, I think they'll just look to find, you know, really what works with Russell Wilson, um, what doesn't, the things he was successful in doing in Seattle, try to bring that over um, to Denver. And uh, hopefully they can turn it around. I really think they'll turn it around. I, I don't think they'll they'll miss um, twice like this because a lot of money tied up to the Denver Broncos and you know who they have right now in the contract to be successful. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. I think that um, Russ is probably in the lab trying to figure some things out because now he's yeah, like and I, being and I talked about like he's not a Hall of Famer. Turn it around. I yeah. think they have a good enough team to turn it around with Sean Payton. So they always sure, have the but... team. They they did have some unfortunate happenings, like um the injury to their running back, um which pissed me off because you know I had him. In you fantasy. drafted him. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the ACL injury. So they they have the pieces, and it'll be interesting to see what had they him do too. in the draft. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they like two or three of their running backs went down. It was it was yeah. just it was it was tough. It was it was it was a tough it was a tough year for them. I mean, Russ wasn't. I mean, he he did start to turn on in the later half of the year. Um. That um, it starts to look a little different, but overall, I mean, yeah, I think that they can really turn things around um, this year. So I think they can do it. Um, I'd vote on them to have more wins than they had last year. I'd, I'd take that bet. Any All right, day, for sure. Well, let's go ahead and get into a, a little bit of trade uh, talk. Ramsey got traded to the Dolphins, and uh, do y'all think Hopkins will get traded as well uh, this offseason? I, I, uh, for one, I think it's very uh, interesting. I was telling Trev uh, earlier today, uh, last night, I had this like this weird dream right be or this weird thought right before I went to bed that the Dolphins are going to win a Super Bowl next year. And then, you know, I wake up and today Ramsey gets traded to him. It's just it's like is, is somebody trying to tell me, should I put the bet in, guys? Like. What do y'all think? Sure, I, was about, I was about to say, did you put the bet in for that? Like, I'm I'm like, I'm really, I'm, I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm thinking about it. I need to hear, what do y'all think? I need y'all opinion first. Um, To win the Super Bowl, I mean, I wouldn't be putting them in. I mean, I, I mean, that's a good, that's a good choice because it's one of those things that's, you know, I don't think a lot of people have circled them in, although they do have a pretty good roster um, right now. I think Vic Fangio is their uh, defensive coordinator um, right now. I mean, they have some good things going for them for sure, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pencil them in to be the Super Bowl favorite um, to be in there. I mean, anytime you still have like Joe Burrow, um, Josh Allen, Mahomes, like all these guys, like I wouldn't circle Miami with Tua to be like Herbert, like that, that'd be my <laughs> kind of pick to come out the AFC, honestly. But um yeah, I, I wouldn't circle Miami. Not at this. They haven't shown me anything other than getting Ramsey. And, you know, Ramsey wasn't exactly like, you know, the guy last year at cornerback. <laughs> you know, like it could be age. It could have just been like, you know, the season was lost, you know, lack, lack of motivation. It could have been those things. But I mean, on, you know, he just didn't have that year. So like, what does that mean? You know, great. They got him. But what does that mean? Like, I don't know. And besides Miami, I mean, they were hot at first and they fits it out really quick. They seem to have been doing a lot of that the last few seasons. Um so I wouldn't put them down to be uh, Super Bowl favorites, no. Unless they get Tom Brady if he comes out of retirement and you oh know God. he oh gets no. Giselle, he gets Giselle yeah, back, you know, before the season starts. Like you know, his family's happy. Gets his kids Miami, back. <laughs> gets his kids back, and he put them in that system. I mean, no, no, we don't. We don't. Anything can happen. Wish. Anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's already reneged on this retirement. What thing. about? We knew he wanted to go to Miami anyways. That was one of his destinations. Uh, so yeah. 
What about Hopkins? Hopkins, I think um, – I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised if Hopkins ended up getting cut. I mean, just to the fact that everyone knows they're shipping him. You know, like it's not a I secret think, or anything like that. I think like he that. could end up getting cut as well. Yeah, just, just, being, just, yeah, just getting cut, signing with someone else. Um, I mean, that's probably the easiest path for him, obviously. Um, so – I would I would think that's it. I heard him say something about he wouldn't be afraid to uh, take a pay cut or something like that or whatever the case may be. Um, I mean, come to Dallas. <laughs> that's CD's guy. I mean, he wanted to wear ten coming in because he was like a DeAndre Hopkins guy, and yeah. Jerry Jones was like no wear eighty eight, and you know, obviously that happened. But uh, that would be cool. I'd love to see him. Um, but what did that say about CD Lamb? And I don't think the Cowboys are in the business of doing that. You know. Um, They've got a guy who they think is going to be their number one. I mean, they traded Amari, not just for the money, but because they believe CD would eventually be that guy. And he's cheap right now, you know? Um, I don't think they bring in D-Hop. I just don't think that's going to happen. They do need to bolster that wide receiver room, though. Um, But I don't think they're going to get D-Hop. TP, how do you feel about all that? Well, we we just – Jeffy just ended with D-Hop, so I'll kind of start there. If they end up cutting him, the cow, and you know, we're talking about the Cowboys picking up the Cowboys have about ten to twelve million in cap space with making, you know, the the the. Um, I'm sorry. What is what is the word I'm looking for? The adjustments to the contract structures. Yeah, restructures. My brain went blank. That's crazy. Y'all always call me the grammar police, and my brain just like shut down. Yeah. The okay, I'll police you in real quick. Thank you. The 30 million restructure. You know, we're only left with about ten to twelve million, at least from what I saw a couple hours ago in an article. Cap room. I don't know if D Hop's willing to you know deal with that. You know how how much of a pay cut he's willing to take. He's still a solid receiver, but I don't know if it really does what we need because we we probably need speed at this point. And you know Gallup, he's last year at least he was a shell of his former self. Hopefully he will recover, make a full recovery. You know get the timing back with his bunnies because I mean he, he he runs that fly route pretty well, and that's that's the deep threat that Dak really likes to go after. So if, if Gallup can return to form and we can get D Hop at a at a decent price, sure, why not? But you know, to your guys' point, I you know, cut him, get rid of him if you know if nobody's really offering anything of value. And talking about Miami, it's it's a it's a good pickup, sure. Good trade, good trade. They traded him for literally nothing. The Cowboys should have done that. Cowboys could have had him <laughs> on on alongside um yeah. Trayvon Diggs. That would have been the perfect fit. Jalen Ramsey is, is he's, you know, Dion personality. He was a little bit sluggish last year, be it here and there. He's a little injured, but I mean, he's still young, younger, all pro cornerback. Why not? Why not? Why not take a chance on that guy for yeah. what a third round pick and a background and a, and a backup tight end. We could have got rid of somebody in that tight end room. No offense to anybody out there, but Cowboys. We, took the we, chance just, don't, we just don't take those risks. No, 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 for sure. The Cowboys, we we're, we're stuck in mediocrity. As my brother said earlier in the family group, the Cowboys family group chat, <laughs> we, we want to be stuck in mediocrity. That's just what the Cowboys do, but we're not talking about them right now. Jalen, yeah. I mean, it's a good pickup for Miami, but to Travis point, what are, what are they going to do on offense if Tua Tagovailoa can't throw the ball? You know what I mean? Like who is they get back on the field? Who are they going to bring on the field as a quarterback? What's his name? Michael. No, that's 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 in New York. So what's the, what's the, who's their backup? I don't know. Skylar man. Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's not enough. That's not that's not, not enough, enough in the playoffs. That's not enough in the not playoffs, enough. man. Nope. And that, I mean, Tyreek Hill, best receiver in the but, NFL, and they got Waddle. You know, that's short and sure for sure. But but let's see. You know, let's see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in Miami. Uh, let's let's get on to the next things, man. 
where will OBJ land? And what's next for Adam Thielen and Leonard Fournette? Personally, I think OBJ lands a job pretty soon. And I think the other two may just retire real soon. How do you OBJ's, OBJ's knees are dis- like, no disrespect. You know, workouts look good, man. The one-handed catches, he should be doing that for years. It's the same show for sure. And maybe maybe adds a little bit of morale to your locker room, or maybe he doesn't. Um, he's he's akin to one of those those social media stars. He currently, you know, oh very God. flashy, like Kardashian. Yeah. Like you know, he hangs out with the Drakes <laughs> of the world. He does it all, yeah. man. Yeah, he does. He does do no, it all. Hey, look, hey, no disrespect. He he's you know, out that, there. That that catch right here, we caught it with the three fingers. We all we see that all the time. Yeah, nobody remembers that they lost that game. Yeah, nobody remembers. You know, and he he did he did help the Rams win the Super Bowl for sure. But again, he's he's had two huge knee injuries. Hopefully he finds he finds something soon. I hope that the Cowboys don't lock in, at least don't overpay for him. If you know, if if that if push comes to shove and the Cowboys do want another receiver, we go after Odell, just don't overpay for him. But Hefe, to your point, he, he probably will find a job soon. He probably will. What do you feel? I How do you feel about the other two? Thielen, vet receiver, he'll find somewhere. He'll 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 get picked up. He's he's a solid receiver. You can't can't deny that. He was the guy in Minnesota before JJ showed up. He was he was everywhere. He was Kirk Cousins' best friend. Yeah. He, he's he's not a he's not a bad target. He has solid hands, great route runner. You know, it could be a, he's a possession receiver. So we can't we can't deny his talents. He'll get picked up. I mean, maybe he'll get picked up at a at a lower price than he wants. But if he wants to play football, you know, you got to just got to deal over. with those woes. Fournette, you, yeah, let's just ride off into the sunset, man. Head head out in New Orleans, man. Find some gumbo. Oh, and speaking of the the nickname, it was it's it's Cajun Pete Carroll. That's Cajun the nickname Pete for Sean That's Payne. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cajun Pete funny. Carroll. That's actually. But um, funny. yeah, you know, I think I think Leonard Fournette, man, just just head out to New Orleans, man. Chill out, eat some gumbo, get some po' boys from the gas station. I heard they're great. I've had one myself. Love a good po' boy from the New Orleans gas station. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they hey, they weren't bad. That was a great time. Great time to be alive. Trev, man, how do you feel about these uh, these three guys? Man, OBJ, I mean, I would hope that – I think Dallas is probably interested. If nothing – if for nothing else, I mean, just the fanfare that he would bring to the organization. But overall, I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know his true health right now. He wasn't ready to work out um, a few months ago um, during the playoff push. He just wasn't ready for that. Um you know, I know it's the off season, but I mean, how much better is he, you know, um, how much better is he truly? Um, I think Odell doesn't go to the Cowboys because they may not offer him what he's looking to get. Um, he's definitely looking to get more than the bet minimum. And then he's also probably looking to, you know, he, he probably believes that he can truly add to any offense that he's a part of, which I, I believe is true, but it's just for how long, how, how much consistency can he bring? Will his body fail him? That type of thing. So I think he wants to go with whoever is going to probably pay him the most and he'll probably justify it and say oh you know like we can contend we can do this we can do that so ultimately I think that's where he'll go he'll go with um somebody that uh gives him the most money I think the whole contender piece when he was with the Rams was just that okay cool we know this is a playoff team we know Odell would want to sign in LA you know there's so many factors that you know brought him there and you know he did that but um this year, a new season starting fresh, I think he'll go somewhere where he knows he can get the most money. I, I really think that he does. Um, and obviously that was prior to the ACL injury at the time. So 
uh, when he went to LA. But yeah, whoever's gonna give him the most money, given his injury history, uh, I think that's what he'll he'll probably end up going with. So I don't know what team that'll be, um, but it, probably somewhere warm, I would think. Um, knowing a little bit about Odell, um, Adam Thielen, um, it's tough to say. I think he'll probably want to go to a contender. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas picked up Adam Thielen. As crazy as that sounds, like. Um, yeah, that wouldn't be that crazy to me. I I could Um, see that happening. I could definitely see that happening. Um, so I think a contender or someone who's already pretty good, someone who at least got 10 wins last year. I think he's looking to go to somewhere like that. Um, Fournette, um, I I don't know if he's done or not. Uh, Fournette definitely, in my opinion, overachieved the Super Bowl year because he was like doing okay. And then he just like really hit it on. Like he was playoff Lenny, you know, he just became this guy and, um, (laughs) You know, um, the season afterwards, I mean, he did pretty good. He was definitely a great pickup in fantasy, but I mean, he just, the injuries just seemed to pile up. They already have a a, a new running back. I forget his name, but um, Brady seemed to have liked him. Um, so, I mean, I think. Was that Rashad or something? I think so. I think so. Rashad White might've been something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Rashad White. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, he was, he was doing pretty good in that offense also. So. I mean, Fournette, I could see him going to another contender, maybe who's going to offer him the most money. I couldn't tell you. But it's funny because he was drafted after Zeke, the year after Zeke. And he got drafted as high as he did because Zeke did the year before. Um, I know people are saying running backs are on the rise again because you had Zeke one year, you had Fournette, you had Barkley. You know, like these guys are all getting drafted top five. And it was just because Zeke was the first one and he worked out so well. It's just like, man, like we got to start drafting running backs high again. And now we're seeing why that's like – not that good because after yeah, five, yeah. six years or so, they're just like, they're getting cut. <laughs> Where it's like that wide receiver, that quarterback, it's most likely defensive end, whoever is not getting cut after, you know, five, six years, unless something tragic happened. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think about those guys in All particular. Right. All right. Well, before we go ahead and uh, strictly get into our Cowboys, we got a couple more things to get into for all you guys. Uh, Barkley got tagged. Bobby Wagner got released. And the Bears traded their uh, first round pick. Um, I'm personally, I think Barkley uh, deserves a contract uh, in the Giants organization. So hopefully he gets what he's deserved soon. Um, as far as Bobby Wagner, we could see a Seattle reunion. I'd like to see him come to Dallas, but you know, that's up for Jerry Jones to go ahead and throw some money his way. And the Bears trading that first round pick to the Panthers. The Panthers are probably looking to go after a quarterback this year. And the Bears got a lot of cap space, man. They, I think they got like $94 million in cap space right now. So they can make a splash in this free agency market. Uh, they already got, uh, what's his name, DJ Moore and Chase Claypool. So who knows what they do. They may get some more weapons or or bolster up that defense and, and try and make a run with Justin Fields. We'll see, we'll see what happens. How, how do you guys feel about all these things? Um. Let's start with Saquon. So we know Saquon got franchise tagged, and I think it was probably the right thing to do because uh, business is business, and the NFL, the running back position, is you know treated as disposable. Um, I don't think Saquon is necessarily disposable, but I think they're playing it smart. I mean, we've looked at the most recent years where you give running back ex- running backs extensions, and then it just doesn't really pan out. Um, or they're, you know, just dealing with so many injuries and like, man, I spent all this money. So Zeke is a good example. Um, I think Fournette got paid. Um, he's already getting cut. Um, he only got paid like right after the Super Bowl. So he's already getting cut. Um, uh, McCaffrey has done a little bit better. Um, he was able to 
come into the system with uh, the 49ers and he, you know, he was uh, the way they run their offense. It's not just him running. He doesn't have to touch the ball 30 times, but I mean, it, it's still close. I mean, he was catching and running the ball. Um, and then you look at, um, you know, just how they run that offense. I think that lessens the load, but when you need some yardage, McCaffrey can still get it. Um, Henry, he's still productive even after he got paid. Um, so it's very few guys that still remain truly productive at that position after they get paid. Saquon could definitely be one of those guys, but um, it just makes sense. If you got a franchise tag, you're able to use it. Um, people use them on top tier running backs. It just happens. It's the business. Um, I do think he's deserving of some money, but he's already had an ACL injury. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those things. Um, but yeah, I think no matter what happens this year, I think he gets his money somewhere else. I think he'll probably put up a good year. Um, I'd like to see New York take care of him, but you never know. You never know what could happen. Um, I think he was a big part of Daniel Jones's success. So, um, hopefully they, they do take care of him. Um, Bobby Wagner. I mean, that's something that, um, this dude is always healthy. He's always available to play. I think he's pretty much earned all the money on his contract. A lot of players, they'll hear these large numbers, but they never earn that much because they're not available to play. They get hurt. They don't meet incentives. Bobby Wagner is one of those guys who um, he was his own agent. He was able to, um, you know, secure a deal. And, you know, he he was healthy. He pretty much played in all the games that he could. So um, it'd be interesting to see where he goes. Obviously, that was just a money-saving thing. It's not like he performed poorly or anything like that. I don't know where he'll go. It'll be interesting to see that. I've heard Dallas is in that conversation. So we'll see. We're in all conversations until we're not. Yeah, until we're not. Until we're not. Yeah, exactly. And rarely does it ever tune out, turn out where it's like, oh, the Cowboys, you know, they they did something. Um, but the Bears trading the pick away um to Carolina, I mean, that's big because that means that they are believing in Justin Fields. I mean, which I figured they were. It was kind of nonsensical to think about that. The guy that had a season like he did um to trade him away. No, just get him the pieces, get him an O-line, get him some receivers, see what he can do. Um, so for one, that's good for him. Uh, DJ Moore was also part of that trade. So um, Justin Fields has got himself a number one receiver, which is awesome. And um, yeah, they have a lot of cap space. So I don't think the Bears are done. Um, they will definitely be making some moves um, in free agency. Um, we'll be interested to see how they draft um, this year. I think they'll just do what they need to to support Fields, although they are traditionally a team that uh, focuses in on uh, defense. So we'll see how they um, operate in the draft. But yeah, the Panthers got the number one pick. Um, they're obviously looking for a quarterback. They need one. Um, it'll probably be the guy at Alabama, Bryce Young, but uh, it could be C.J. Stroud. You never know. Things can kind of change leading up to the draft. So we, we will see what happens with that piece. Um, that's all I got for that. I mean, I think it was a big one for the Bears, um, probably a win for the Panthers as well. Um, last time they had a number one pick, they got Cam Newton. So that worked out pretty well for them. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, so good good luck to whoever the first pick for the Carolina Panthers are at quarterback. You're 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 no longer going to be playing alongside where you're not going to be playing alongside DJ Moore, but obviously you wouldn't have the pick without that. So whatever. It's big for Justin Fields. I don't know if we're going to see a similar situation with say a large increase in production with you know, similar to Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper. We're us acquiring Amari Cooper, Dak's numbers went. Uh, you know, they kind of like went up immediately. So maybe we do see that. However, it could be interesting to see what happens with Chase Claypool, because now you have a situation where now he could be fighting for the number two or three spot in this wide receiver room. He might end up being wide receiver number three because Daryl Mooney or Darnell Mooney is not a bad receiver at all. He came, came on last year, really solid with Justin Fields. Now you have DJ Moore, who's obviously going to be the number one receiver. 
there. So good, good luck to Justin Fields. I know we, we spoke highly of Justin Fields last season. It'll be good to see what happens with him and having now three receivers at his disposal. When it comes to Bobby Wagner, I'm sure he's going to want to go to a team that is going to be competing for a Super Bowl, no matter what the circumstances. He's had a pretty long career, um, you know, long enough. He's he's a pretty solid linebacker. Could are we are we gonna? Is it is it a hot take to say that he could be a Hall of Fame linebacker? A Wagner, absolutely, okay. absolutely. So yeah, exactly. So you know, at, at this point, he's probably just looking for hardware. Um, he'll probably end up with a contender. Who knows? San Francisco's room is pretty full, but you know, just like you said, you know, the Cowboys are in the conversation until we're not in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know really, I don't really know how that's going to pan out. And then what was the last situation? Oh, Barkley. I mean, they had, they had to pay what's that? They had to pay Daniel Jones. So maybe they pay him. I was reading year. like if they, they would have used a tag on either one of them. It was like if they couldn't, get daniel jones to um a deal they would have tagged him that was a story that was out there yeah so. yeah and so with there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that you know saquon also is, is he's rarely been healthy for a full season mm-hmm. so if he can if he can replicate what he did this season and stay healthy for a long period of time i don't see why they don't pay him he does deserve the pay especially after last year and you know he basically got daniel jones his paycheck his his, his payday to this season so he did. You know, hopefully he Daniel Jones will be taking care of him under the table. Maybe you know, a couple, <laughs> steak, couple steak dinners here and there. You know, there you, just, you know, yeah. like, hey man, look out for me. I, I looked out for you. Yeah. So, yeah. good luck, Saquon. I I hate I hate to see you succeed, but you are an excellent running back, man. So I, I don't necessarily hate to see you succeed. I, just as long as it's not against us, that's really what it comes down to. When it's not against us, I'm I'm not really tripping off that. All right. Well, let's get right into it. The Cowboys, fellas, what's next for Zeke? Personally, for me, I think that man might just go ahead and take this pay cut, hopefully. Other than that, go ahead, trade that man. What y'all think? Um, so for Zeke, it's honestly been pretty quiet. So when it's quiet and you don't hear anything, there's probably stuff um, in the works, you know? Like Zeke is well aware of the situation. The Cowboys are well aware of the situation. I do think the Cowboys love Zeke. I think they respect him. He's been a soldier for them. He's barely missed time. Um, so that's a skill in itself. He doesn't really get hurt. And if he does, he sucks it up and plays. And, you know, people respect that and reward that. Um, so the fact that it's quiet um, leads me to think, think of two things. Um, the Cowboys, uh, the last time they got rid of a, a, a big name player prior to the draft was like Des Bryant. But Des had like, he was a hothead. You know, he had various issues with the, with the brass and and sometimes the coach and um, all those types of things. That was surprising. That was, that was really surprising how they cut Dez like they did. Um, but I'll say for Zeke's situation, I mean, he seems like a more level-headed guy. He's more willing to listen. He's more willing to bend and adapt. I think that we definitely draft the running back in the draft um, or two. And I think that Zeke will try to stay with the team. The difficult situation with that is if Zeke stays with the team and he's the starter but let's say he's not the most productive then it's 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 a it's a weird space for him because it's like what do we do we got Pollard who we've already tagged we're paying him a bunch of money 
um do we convert to him you know like or do we convert to one of the new guys we just drafted um so with Zeke I wouldn't be surprised if he got cut um honestly it's as cruel as it sounds I wouldn't be surprised if he got cut I wouldn't be surprised if he got traded because the news has been super quiet around him meaning you know hey he's on the trade block you know a lot of times when you hear guys on the trade block you know everyone already knew it so it's like um, that rumor hasn't popped up with Zeke just yet. Um, obviously, you have to find a willing trade partner that want to take some of his salary. I don't know who that would be. Um, but yeah, I think that Zeke taking a pay cut is a is a good option. It's just that if he takes the pay cut, will he still be the starter? And I think Zeke still wants to start. I think he still wants to do those things. And I think um, the Cowboys might be, you know, wanting to get Pollard a little bit more involved. So uh, I really don't know what they'll do with Zeke. It's, it's really up in the air, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I'm a I'm an avid Zeke supporter. I'm a big running back guy. Um, obviously, Hefe, you have some issues with Zeke that you've vocalized on and off the air. So mm-hmm. we won't even get into that. You know, I was talking to Dean earlier about that. It's it's it, and you know, same thing you guys have been saying. It's the running back shelf life is not that long anymore. So you kind of gotta pick and choose which running backs you're gonna invest in. Zeke. Zeke's investment did pay off early in his career, and it's obviously fallen off. He's clearly lost this step. And if I am Zeke, to your point, Trev, and I agree, Harley, you have to take that pay cut if you want to stay in Dallas. And I don't think the Cowboys want to break up the combination that is Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Mm -hmm. You don't know what that will do to Dak Prescott's, you know, mental, you know, for what it's worth. He's lost a lot of people in his life. And that's that just seems like a brotherhood that, you know, could potentially break him. Obviously, like, you know, Zeke's still alive, but, you know, taking him out of that locker room, the morale for Dak might just drop to a level that he may not be able to recover from. And there's nothing to say that Zeke still can be productive on this team, even if he takes a little bit of a backseat to say Tony Pollard or, you know, less touches. But, you know, just for the greater good for the team and just for yourself, you know, or you know see the amount of touches or what it is that you want to do like the field time in another organization outside of the Dallas Cowboys so you kind of just got to take one of those deals you know maybe take a pay cut restructure something like Marcus Lawrence one of those guys you know just you know stay home man don't leave you know Dallas (laughs) obviously loves you bro you've had a home here since coming out of Ohio State there's there's nothing wrong here just you know, work with everybody because I'm sure everybody wants to work with you. Everybody wants you in the locker room. Yeah, my thing is like, will it even matter at the end of the day? It's just like Zeke taking the pay cut. Will it even matter? Because if Dallas wants coaching wise, like if the coach and staff are like, look, man, we think Pollard is, you know, really looking like the guy like Zeke could be cut before like realistically, like real training camp or something like that. Maybe they keep him through the draft. But I mean, the guy they drafted or whatever they do, is just like really looking like the guy. It's just like, man, like we love Zeke. And you wanting to take a contract um, cut a reduction is great, but like, this is the guy we need to start, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, Zeke is obviously a good blocker. So I think that matters too, but I don't know. I mean, maybe the pay cuts not even enough. Maybe they like, we just don't need you because it's going to hurt their production or the uh, other people growing. I don't know. So that that's a whole nother thing. He needs to just become the Haslam of the Cowboys and take the vet minimum and just sit on the bench. And speaking of who will sit on the bench, too, that's Tony Pollard, who got tagged. Yep. How y'all feel about that tag, man? 
He's Tony's not going to sit on the bench. He's obviously going to get play time, and I mean it's probably the right decision. He's no, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about uh, Zeke sitting on the oh, bench. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And taking that back seat. Got you, got you. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. Zeke taking the back um, seat. Getting oh, well, Pollard getting tagged. I mean, I I figured that was probably something that was going to happen. I remember mm-hmm. after some of the success of Pollard, um, Jerry Jones said, you know, he can't wait to um discuss their future together or you know uh something to that effect and I was like okay he'll probably be on the team next year just because he's played so well he's no he knows the system and everything um so he'll probably be there next year in one way or another um but probably a franchise tag I didn't think they would probably extend him um because why would they they don't have to (laughs) um and see how excuse me how this year works out so um sucks it's just the nature of the beast you know the business of the NFL but I do think that Pollard will definitely show his worth. Um, I really think he will. So I don't think we have that to worry about. Um, I think he'll be really, really good player still this year. Yeah, I mean, coming off that injury, you know, the Cowboys obviously want to keep him around. We just got to make sure he's going to be good to go for the next season. I'm sure he's going to get the payday if he produces the same way he produced last season. You know, take, taking on taking on a bigger role, obviously, with Zeke taking the back seat, hopefully without any gripes or anything of the sort. We can work it out, man, because our offense wasn't bad last year. Coming into a new season, Mike McCarthy got uh, Schottenheimer out there, the offensive coordinator as well. Obviously, McCarthy will be calling plays, but, you know, we'll see what happens. I I think that this offense has a lot of potential. Again, we just have to figure out our wide receiver situation and deal with some offensive line issues. But, no, I don't don't think it's a bad decision with Tony Pollard. I hope he plays well this season and he gets the pay that that he deserves. Sure. Yeah, 100%. He deserves a payday. Uh, speaking of guys who, who are looking for paydays, though, let's get into our, to one last guy. Dalton Schultz getting ready to hit free agency as the probably the, the number one tight end in free agency. Send him. Um, excuse me? Send him. Send him? Send him. Pack him? Yeah, pack him up. Pack him up? Pack him up. It's time. <laughs> I've, I've seen enough from Dalton. I've, I've seen enough yeah. from Dalton Schultz. We have, we have Young tight ends that get the job done as well. I mean, he's sure he's skilled. I didn't mean to catch up everybody. It's just like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing this with Dalton Schultz again. I'm not doing this with Dalton Schultz. <laughs> no, again. you're right. Hey, I, hey, I don't disagree with you. Pack him up. Yeah, it's it's time. It's time. Yeah, I mean, he he had a, he had a good season. Dalton Schultz was was really uh, really good. At one point, I thought Jarwin was going to be the guy. Um, Blake Jarwin. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had some injuries and stuff like that. And Schultz kind of came in and he he just did it. I mean, he looked like. Jason Witten sometimes catch it, fall down. I mean, he was a reliable guy for me in fantasy. I kind of singled him out. Dak seemed to like him a lot. Um, especially in the earlier part of the season, he was he was definitely targeting him. He was one of the go-to guys. Um, I like Schultz in this this offense, but obviously, um, I think they franchised him the year before, right? And um, yeah, he's off that. So I I think he, spread your wings, man. Go wherever you need to. I think he ends up yeah. in LA. I wouldn't be surprised if he rejoined uh Kellen Moore uh, with the Chargers. Mm. Now, do you feel do you feel like he's like a, a product of the system with the Cowboys? Or do you think it's it's just it's, it's talent? You think he just has like um, otherworldly talent? If he was a product of the system, he also gained some skills along the way, and I think that he's just okay. the guy that at one point he was the guy like he was one of the only guys Dak was consistently trusting. You know, Dak likes to hit the middle of the field. He likes to hit yep. those guys. Um, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he was successful. But I think. Um, with that success, he gained some skills as well. So um, okay. probably both. 
more so on the system side, but no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe originally, maybe initially, but then he, you know, just evolved. Yeah, he, he, um, def- he definitely, he definitely did come on. I, you know, I if he, to, if he was like, a system, if he was a system guy, um, you know, Kellen Moore system, you know, would is probably something he'd want to go back to. So yeah, um, no, no disrespect to Shells because you know he's he's done a lot of things. I know he he yeah. did screw me on a parlay last year. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily him that screwed me. They would not say that it wasn't him that screwed me. It was the Cowboys coaching set that kind of like pulled him so yeah there's that i was like it was a two thousand dollar parlay that i got screwed on oh wow dang. <laughs> yeah. so yeah oh, that's Dolan another Schultz, reason send him send him send him send i was like i was like 10 i was like 10 yards away from two thousand dollars it's like you nice. can't get fucking open that's yeah. sick well that's that prescott's sick. fault well, <laughs> well maybe well yeah i mean definitely schultz's fault you pulled the jason witten and stopped getting open just post it up at the at the yellow line. It's like, oh, I'm gonna stop here. If I'm covered, I'm covered. Well, well, TP loser. I'll I'll say this. Hopefully next year you can hit some parlays. Hopefully you can get that money back and more, because season one is officially in the books, fellas. It's over, kaput, and we will be back soon. Don't worry, because the draft is coming up, and we'll be covering that. But until then, you guys can follow us at Triple Babble on IG, at Babble Podcast Network on IG. Until then, LFA's out. Cowboys, let's get it. Hey, let me let me tell you something, all right? You got to make a choice. Adonis Creed or Diamond Dame Anderson. That's that's what I'm saying. You have all you have all you have you have about a month or some change before the draft comes or you know whatever date it is. I don't know. I, I get my days mixed up. We just changed the hours last night too. So I don't know where I am right now. But make a choice. Creed three. WBCTP right. is out of here. <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh thanks for joining in to another episode of Triple Babble Podcast. Um, this will be it for season one. We will be coming back with season two, like Hefe said, around the draft time. So uh, we might have some changes to, you know, how we do things and um, appreciate the feedback so far for this first season. Um, but yeah, um, check us out right now on Apple and uh, Spotify. Give us a rating up there. And um, yeah, continue to check out some of our older episodes until we uh, return with season two content. But we'll be back and better than ever when that time comes. So until then, this is uh, Trev uh, signing out for season one of uh, Triple Babble Podcast. So until next time.